does that record? I mean, does that record to this too or no? No, that's separate. Okay, so what is that? Like This is a recorder. Oh, that's recording. Uh-huh. We're recording for right now. Or what? Huh? Is that for audio only? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is my audio. Like a podcast or something. Like yep, that. and then we could you could stream live with it. Um pretty much anything. Test, test, test. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Check it out now. Check it out now. Who do we have? show, brother. What is up, everybody? Today, we have Miss Emily Trevino. Trevino. Or as some people in the medic- in the insurance space call it Trevino. Trevino. Why do people say Trevino? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think I've experienced that in Texas, but... Well, I always hear people... In the insurance area, calling you Emily Trevino. Yeah. Trevino. 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 Well, I don't know. Maybe because we go to a bunch of events and I introduce myself and I'm like, hi, I'm Emily Trevino. You know, because I have to like, I can't be the whole <laughs> Trevino. Because Trevino. Like, Trevino. And they're going to be like, what? And I'm like, if they don't say, hey, Emily Trevino, then we just can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody today in the studio we have emily trevino mm-hmm. she's coming in from she's coming in hot from houston texas coming in coming in to visit me here in san antonio we have kim over here she was too shy to get on camera hater yeah but we will soon get her on camera so emily's with wise up financial in in well you're in houston but you work Tell us what you do. You're in the, the the health insurance space, Medicare space, but you go nationwide, right? Yeah, so we're going nationwide um, in 2021. Mm-hmm. It's been a goal of ours for the last, I would say, couple years, but we've just, well, found one way or another to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but our calling is nationwide. Um, our goal is to build one of the largest multicultural agencies in all of the U.S. Mm. Um, it's just an underserved market. You know, people are not getting good information because they don't have subject matter experts in, you know, the Medicare and the ACA. Yeah or Obamacare space. So that's kind of what our role is. And, you know, we are looking for partners nationwide as well. The thing is, we don't want to grow a humongous agency. Mm -hmm. We just want a productive, efficient agency where agents are coming in and they're being taught the right information and they're marketing correctly. And that way they can give the right information to their people and their Mm -hmm. communities. Because it's, like I said, it's underserved. And a lot of people don't you know, um, I mean, they can speak English, but it's different to read materials or to understand things in another language versus what you're comfortable mm-hmm, with. So, mm-hmm. so have you always been in the insurance side of things, or what's where do you what's your background? Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I got my degree in biology and chemistry. Oh, so, yeah, smarty pants. So, what's in that Perrier right there? <laughs> Uh, this is a carbonated well, what, mineral beverage. What do you call that bubbly in there? Um, carbonation, carbon dioxide, right? I don't know. Is that what it is? Carbon dioxide, I think. So, so when did you get in the insurance business? I know that we we just became friends. You know, not long ago. What was it like? At when we met at the SWAT event, I think no, we yeah. met at Medicare Con. No, no, I didn't meet you at Medicare Con. I met you at um at the SWAT event at Nate Offert's event um in Dallas, mm-hmm. which was a great event think people should go. It doesn't, you know, honestly, that event's not necessarily made just for insurance people. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it's in our space right now, but there was a lot of really good information. People should go to that if they own a business or want to own a business. 
But um, I've been in Medicare for over a decade and ACA mm-hmm. since its inception. Uh, I was affiliated with um, a brokerage firm that, you know, rolled that out, um, you know, when it started and we got a lot of agents, you know, moving in the, in that direction. But um, I would say my heart is in Medicare. It always has been. Mm-hmm. I actually originally got into the insurance industry uh, working at State Farm, you know, uh, with hopes to own my own agency. But um, there is a love for property and casualty insurance. It's mm. just not mine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did property and casualty for a little bit, and it was yeah. definitely not my cup of tea. No, no you know, pro- props to all of you guys that are dealing with the homeowners and the auto, auto, auto drivers. <laughs> auto drivers. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's a great space to be in. And, and I always believe like there is a specific personality for every mm-hmm. niche in any industry, really. But um, when I got brought on as a broker initially, um, right when all the CMS guidelines hit, so mm-hmm. I had no clue how mm. to market. I mean, the only training I was given is read this summary of benefits. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. looking back on it, I'm like, man, that's like not very compliant. <laughs> but we didn't have all those rules at that time, yeah. you know? So all those rules hit and I ended up um, going to work for a carrier mm-hmm. for many reasons. We don't got to recap, but <laughs> I went to go work as a, at a carrier as a, um, like an account manager. Okay. So I helped service the brokers in the Houston and surrounding areas. Uh, we were, it was a company called Bravo Health. Eventually it was bought out by HealthSpring and then eventually bought out by Cigna. I made it through all the acquisitions, but chose to go work at a, at a brokerage firm, um, mm-hmm. who, who since has been bought out. But anyways, I ended up starting my own agency just because I was just tired of answering the other people that didn't really get mm-hmm. what was going on on the streets, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that model, it makes sense. I understand why, you know, larger agencies function the way they did. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of disruption and a lot of change going on in the market right yeah. now. So agents, you know, are not necessarily as close-minded anymore. There's more transparent information being shared amongst agents and agencies. And and so the dynamic has changed a lot. And those older agent FMOs or IMOs, NMOs, whatever, a lot of them... Um, they're not really changing with the times, so. Yeah, I, I just feel like, um, I mean, I started in insurance about in 2005, so it's uh, 16 years. I've done a number of things, including primary, pro- property and casualty. And one thing I noticed is that everybody's very secretive about everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like you were saying, people share stuff. But back then, it wasn't as, you know, everybody was just like, to, so competitive to the point where they didn't want to share what you were doing or they didn't want to share their wins or how they did it or kind of try to make things easier for other people. But I've seen a trend like these last few years where people are legit wanting to help people. Yeah. And I think that's where it's going to be difficult for the old or the people with the older mindset, mm-hmm. you know, where they're like, oh, I'm just going to keep to myself and do my thing and not share information, which, Hey, that, that will work for you, but you are also going to get to a point where you're not going to grow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you're going to need access to information and it comes with a price and the price is you being transparent, open mm-hmm. about the things you're doing. I mean, like us, I mean, we technically we're competitors, mm-hmm. but we don't care. I can't <laughs> speak Vietnamese. Though, so yeah, can't well, we got, you got nothing to worry well, about. Over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We do target the Vietnamese uh, market, but I mean, her husband's, he speaks Spanish. Yeah. Oh. You know, he's from Mexico. Well, no, so. no habla espanol aquí. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we're not the most tech savvy people and you kind of gave us some ideas and then, you know, we're bringing new products to the table for you and just give different ideas on mm-hmm. how to manage your agents and your downline. So yeah, like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with growing together mm-hmm. because at one point, a lot of these larger organizations, FMOs, IMOs, whatever O's, <laughs> they all were working together at some point in some capacity, you yeah. know? So they all know who each other, they all gone to the same trips and all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So they are sharing information. It just never got down to the agent level. Mm. And so it's okay. There's agents that are comfortable just doing their thing every day. No problem. But mm-hmm. there's some agents that want more and want yeah. more out of it. And that's, you know, why they need to, you know, invest in themselves. And then also, you know, get out of that, like, I call it the corporate entrepreneur. Mm. So when you've worked for people before, or you've worked for corporate, your mindset is a little tainted. Mm. Mine was up until about two years ago. Yeah. So I was running around with just like this tunnel vision because that's kind of what corporate is, this mm-hmm. tunnel vision. Like you stay in your lane, you do your job, you go home, mm-hmm. have a good day, right? But, you know, you can still carry that mindset as an entrepreneur and it's not always the best thing for you. And that's why I think there's a lot of the successful agents don't have that mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's okay if they did at one point, but then they like started being exposed to more information. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think now I've never been the type to like like oh my god, I'm so scared because I never really came from like a scarcity mindset. I guess that's what it is. Like I've always been an abundant even when I was an abundant, I always just like give everything. I don't care. But there's some people that are kind of like, you know, so so in a box that I think that does become a, a hindrance in the like you said, like when it comes to scaling and growing because you can't really grow if you're really not giving. Like, I I think that's like, so either you're giving your time, you're giving information, you're giving financially, you're giving at some point you're giving something to get something. And the more you get, the more you're going to scale. So I don't see, I just never understood why people are so, you know, and there's no, what we've learned in the insurance business, for those of you guys who are not in the insurance business, I think in any business, there's really no secret unless you're have some literally secret sauce. like No, (laughs) No, there's no secret sauce to it. It's just about you as an individual, but it's it's how you are accessing information Mm. and being exposed to stuff, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So if you're like living in a little bubble, then that's all that you know. You don't know anything else. And if you don't leave your bubble, then you can't be upset when you hit a max, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And so, I mean, even Kim and I, like people joke that we're at a lot of events this year, but that's just what we've invested in Mm -hmm. this year. And because of that, that we've we've gotten a lot of momentum in building our agency and building lead distribution and and perfecting our tech and things like that. So we have gotten a lot of information and a lot of relationships. Yeah. Because of us getting out of our little bubble. I mean, in good old Houston, Texas, I mean, you know, we could think like, oh, okay, well, there's only so many agents and only so many people turning sixty five or only so many families that we can help, but I mean, I just don't look at that, that I don't look at things like that. I try to like say, okay, how do we just get in front of the next person? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The wrestle solve its own problem, but I don't need to, I mean, shoot, we go have lunch with one of our biggest competitors in the Vietnamese market all the time. I mean, we, we always try to recruit him too, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's scared. Hey, speaking <laughs> of the recruiting side, I want to kind of, cause I know when, when I try to explain our business to people. 
They're like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, people are like, is that a pyramid scheme? I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, when I try, because, you know, in our industry, like, we're, because we're managing agents, which means we manage other agents, too, mm-hmm. that are in their, I guess you can say, that own their own business. So uh, people can't grasp that that idea, I guess, because yeah. it's like almost like if I owned a taco truck, why would I want to tell 10 other people how to build their taco truck? Yeah, it's called scaling. <laughs> yeah. That's what That's it like is. franchises, right? That's pretty yeah, much kind of what a franchise is. Yeah, I mean, except nobody bought into it, which why not? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think that um, as far as recruiting, I mean, what I try to explain to people is we're paid on performance. Mm-hmm. That's no different than corporate America. Mm-hmm. CEOs get paid on performance, mm-hmm. mid-level management. Everybody gets paid on, even HR gets paid mm-hmm. on the performance of the company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, I, that's exactly what our business is. Our roles as uplines or agencies mm-hmm. um, are to help support our downline agents. It's help them learn a product, grow a business, how to mm-hmm. set up their businesses correctly, you know, bring technology, a lot of the stuff we do on the back end, which is kind of weird because some agents don't like having an upline. They're like, mm. I just want to be direct. I don't want to get paid by anyone else. Well, first of all, most carriers are paying you direct anyways, but it's not like what we get paid is taken out of what you would have gotten mm-hmm. paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's our job to basically mentor business owners. Mm-hmm. It's a mentorship, Yeah, which I think we, I at least for me, I didn't really have a lot of mentors that were like chomping at the bits to help me. Mm-hmm. So, and I think we went through a phase in our society, at least here that everything was hush, hush, hush. And they didn't really want to mentor people mm-hmm. where now we're kind of like, no, we'll mentor you, mm-hmm. you know, just be loyal to us. and like, you know, make sure it's worth our benefit. Cause we're not chart. Our services don't cost anything. Mm-hmm to these agents, you know, we just get paid based on their performance. Same thing with the client. We, it's not like we charge for our services. No, we don't. We get paid if, and not by them. And, and actually on the Medicare side and on ACA, it's like, it's pretty set. So we're like real non-biased about it, Mm -hmm. you know, but from the agent's perspective, I mean, I know so many, they're like, no, I don't want anyone to get paid on, on this. And I'm like, okay, well, but you weren't really charged anything for mentorship. I mean, if we're looking to get mentored in real estate or I don't know any other mm-hmm. industry, you're looking at six figure investments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, that's and for a- you to be an insurance agent and have an upline where you don't have to like pay anything, just show up, be held, you know, hold yourself accountable. If you need help, ask for it. Mm. Utilize the resources. I mean, my gosh. At the most, at the most, to get into Medicare or an ACA, even less because you don't have to pay for a hip is basically just getting your license and some uplines will help if in that process with that. But what's, if I was brand new looking at this and I'm like, Hey, I want to get an insurance. I like Emily. I think I want to, you know, start this gig here, but what's it going to cost me? Like, what can they, like, I'm brand new. What can they expect out of pocket? Like initially to get going? I mean, you just need a license. And if you're doing ACA, I mean, like you said, it didn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do Medicare, you know, you have to do your AHIP. Which is know, like a hundred, yeah. 125. I mean, I would say like what, all in 500 bucks, Kim? Max? Yeah. Do me a favor. Can you put that? Because I want people to see your face. <laughs> can you just put that on the floor right there? Oh, yeah. Just throw it on there. <laughs> oh, you can see her now? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. yeah, I would say all in 500 bucks. And I mean, and I really, and it's not like you're writing a check right this second for 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you take your class, take your test. Yeah. You know, so it's like really at your own pace. But I think what people do is they get like lost in the details and they get scared. They're like, well, I got to make a 90 on my test. And I'm like, dude, you just got to pass the test. You just got to go take the test. You can even skip the pre-licensing. Don't tell you I told you that. But yeah. you can just pay 40 what bucks. Is. What is pre Oh, you mean like the class? <laughs> yeah. The oh, well, I had to take the class so I could pass the test. <laughs> But yeah. if, but how easy it is if you wanted just to go take the test, there is no prerequisite yeah. to take the insurance license. It's not recommended, but if you kind of just yeah. want to go wing it, abacadabra, ABD. It has what, like 45 bucks, 50 bucks? Yeah, it's only, it went from 60 to $45 now. It's crazy. Yeah. At least in Texas. I don't know what it is in other states, but yeah. our resident state is in Texas. And then you have to pay for your fingerprints, which mm-hmm. is what, like? 50 bucks. Max. Yeah, and then your state so. line. Yeah, about all in $500. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but the thing is, is getting the license is actually the easiest part. Yeah. Because it's about changing your mindset that you're now a business owner, and you got to, like, start investing your time wisely and hold yourself accountable. And believe me, I've been there, Mm -hmm. where I left corporate America, I left the brokerage firm, I started my own agency, and now I feel like I have unlimited time. I mean, I watched so much TV, it was terrible, my first, like, couple months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I'm like well, not yeah not now now I'm like working around the clock you know but you know it, you kind of go through um a different mindset change mm-hmm. right because when I was working for someone I was like man now I have to I, I'm not being held accountable by anybody I have to hold myself accountable so that's like a different transition for people and mm-hmm. I think that's where us as uplines that's where we can help them the most if they're committed enough to do it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. is by really truly mentoring people yeah, um, to be in the business. And the thing is, like with Kim and I, like when we recruit, we don't want anyone making less than six figures mm-hmm. after their first year. Like mm-hmm. that is our goal for them. So if that's not their goal, but that's our goal, then they ain't going to work out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's important. So how what what would be your ideal agent? Because I know like we're all different. I'm a little bit more hardcore when it comes to like letting certain people in my doors because I just vibe with certain people. But what's your like deal breakers? Like when somebody says, no, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. What are your deal breakers? I mean, when I'm talking with people, um, I can usually tell, like I can get, I mean, I can feel a vibe from people, um, like people that just ask questions just to ask them, you know, I feel like you're not really going to amount much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because they just want to hear themselves talk. So they're, they're going to be at every training you have, but they're never going to sell anything. Yeah. You know, they're going to be at every carrier training, but they're never going to sell anything. Um, then you have, I mean, I don't know. It just really depends. But like for me, like if people want to, um, you know, grow a business mm-hmm. and, and they can show the effort and they show up to our trainings and they're engaged mm-hmm. and they're taking notes, mm-hmm. taking notes, <laughs> notes. <laughs> DM me if you need help with taking notes. <laughs> she tried to help me take notes before. And I'm, I just go right back to doodling. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna draw you a little doodle section. So you can doodle there you go. Draw me a doodle box. <laughs> yeah, you get a doodle box and the rest is your notes. No, but I mean, it's just like little things. Like, do people show up on time? Do they even show up? I mean, we're going to have a training later today. The people that don't show up, those aren't the people that are serious. Mm-hmm. You know, they let a little rain get in the way. Yeah. You know, I mean, it stormed all night last night. I did not get an ounce of sleep all night last night, but I had a commitment to be here and I drove here. Yeah. You know, I woke up early too. Mm-hmm. 
5.30. Well, we're going to get you some cocktails <laughs> later, so don't worry about that. <laughs> no, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. people that will, like, let any little excuse prevent them from being there. Yeah, no, and I, I don't like that. I'm a big, it. you know, I, and if you're watching out there, this is something I'm big on. Like, I'm real big on committing. If I commit to something, I'm there. Like, yeah. regardless of what. I could be in the hospital and call you and be like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I'm in the hospital. I can't make it. Like, that's how I'm thinking. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I, I made a commitment. Girl, but- I was running a marathon, and Kim's husband, who's also an agent, called me with a question. And I was listening to my music, so I went ahead and took his question. <laughs> I was sitting here running a marathon, which, by the way, I didn't train for. Oh but I goodness. still showed up because I committed to myself I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, and I committed to them that I'm available mm-hmm. because it is true. Like if they ever call me, it doesn't matter what I was doing. I would take their call or return it. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how nice they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, if you have calls, you gotta pick up. But I mean, I have people that I don't even work with that text me on the way over here and I just immediately call them like, Hey, what is it you need? And I mean, we don't even work together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a capacity where I'm compensated, but I just feel like if you take care of people, it all comes back mm-hmm. to you in the end. But mm-hmm. for agents, the thing is, is the... The main concept is, is when somebody commits Mm -hmm. to you, it builds momentum for everything else. Yep. So if we have a weekly accountability call and Mm -hmm. you don't show up, well, then it kind of, you lose momentum with me because now I'm working with agents who did show up Mm -hmm. and that do want opportunities and do want to grow their business. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, naturally you want to help those who want the help. So it's that level of commitment is building momentum for your opportunities later, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's what I think about commitment. I mean, we go to so many events and like, sometimes the meetings are early and I'm like, man, I show up on time. Yeah. Doesn't matter what time I'll, it doesn't matter in what condition or (laughs) water and some Tylenol. (laughs) So speaking of events, now that we kind of get into this, so you've been attending, I know I've just started actually going to events within, I've always gone to like events outside of my industry because there was not a lot of industry events, but since these last year and a half or so. Now I've been attending a lot more events just to help me grow personally, to help me scale. And now I've gotten better to meet people like you guys that have have become friends and colleagues. Um, What would you tell somebody? So like when they go to these events, what would you say if there's one thing that they can do, if they can only take away one thing, what is it that they should do at those events? Dude, you need to take notes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's I well, it all starts with the notes, right? So the first event, um actually the first event I ever really went to, um, well, I guess I'm not gonna give that guy credit, but I'm, my business coach, JT Fox, so I went to an event at his mm-hmm. house, Kim mm-hmm. and I did. And I take notes on everything because I'm not gonna remember everything and I need to be able to like recall it if I need it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the concept was he was meeting with every single business owner that was there and they would introduce a problem that they had and he would help like kind of guide them or, or answer Mm -hmm. whatever problem they had. So I took notes on every single person that was there, what their problem was and what the solution was, because it doesn't matter if they own a dog breeding business, a gym insurance, there was tax people. It doesn't matter what business the business concepts are all the same. Business is business. Mm-hmm. Sales is sales. Marketing mm-hmm. is marketing. All that is all the same. Yeah. So then we went to our first insurance-related event, mm-hmm. which was Cody's event in Scottsdale, the one per, what is it, top 1%? Top 
or one percent? No, one percent. Yeah, it's just one percent nation. <laughs> I don't remember. Let's not let's not let's not get crazy in the details. <laughs> but there's another one in January. But when we went to that, um, I the, you know it was more of an intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Like it's not two thousand people, so it was like fifty people. So I wrote again, wrote down everyone's name, what in- industry they were in what they were awesome at in the whole wild world and then what they need to help with. Mm-hmm. And one, you can start seeing a trend where everybody's struggling and then you don't feel like you're as terrible as what you thought, but then like, you know who to connect with if They're doing something that you want to know about mm-hmm. and vice versa. So if, and you want to, that's where sharing and not being greedy with information and being transparent. That's mm-hmm. where that kind of works. So for me, I think taking notes is important and it's how you take notes and how you apply it to your business. Mm. But the next best thing is also networking. So there's people that just go to the event and go straight to their hotel room. And it's like, look, you don't got to go get drunk with everybody, but you do need to go and interact with people and start talking. And it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Like, I don't like going and talking to people I don't know. I'd rather hang out with Kim all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do already. <laughs> Kim's like, oh, yeah, she's tired. <laughs> Give me a break. I need a break. Take her, Victoria. Yeah, take her. Yeah, she's like, oh, go, go, go hang out with some people. I'm like, <laughs> But the thing is, is like you have to start building relationships with people and kind of get to know what they're doing because it's your way of fact finding. Mm-hmm. So between notes and you fact finding at an event and you, you know, also exchanging information, you don't want to be an opportunist where you just take, 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 and yeah. don't give anything because people will find out and will know. Oh, yeah. And then you'll get labeled that and then no one will want to talk to you, right? Yeah. Don't actually walk around with the fact finding sheet. Yeah. And Can I get a profile? My name is Emily Trevino and... Uh, no, but, you know, exchanging information and remembering people. Like, I like to engage with people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, especially ones that I vibe really well with, even if we don't do business together. Like, I mean, I had one guy reach out to me about provider marketing. And it, he was extremely successful uh, last AAP. And we just did over direct message. And then I saw him at MedicareCon. And he was very appreciative of that because now it's spiraling into something bigger for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in Florida. So, you know, it's just, I mean, I don't get anything out of it, but if it helped him grow, then great. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes that's just, I mean, it's not like I was going to go to Florida and target that specific doctor. So. I've never, you know, as much people as have I, as I've met in all the, uh, in all these events and we're all targeting the same type of client. We're in the same type of pretty much line of business. I've never run across one of your clients one of their clients, no like never. And if I did, I'd probably say, "Hey, let me let me call Emily real quick." Or, "Hey, sure, no, no, let me let me take." No, I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, who your agent, Victoria? Oh, um, yeah, I work with I her. Never heard of her. <laughs> I just get it. <laughs> no, I mean, but in Houston, I mean, well, obviously, we don't market a lot in San Antonio, but in Houston, we do come across other agents mm-hmm. book a business, but. A lot of times, a client don't even know who the agent is, so that's not really our fault. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, it I, there are there is going to be overlap, especially if you're in niche marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, out of all the people that we've met at all these events that are writing 40, 50, 60 apps a week or a month or whatever, we've never had an overlap because there's just that much in the population. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, a carrier rep told me, I don't know if they said in Houston or Texas. And there's a specific carrier. They write 30,000 Medicare supplements that are not through a broker every year. Oh, my gosh. That means there's not 30. Through a not, broker. And this is one carrier, a big one, but still and not through not through a broker. 
which yeah. I'm like, oh, is it through the employer group side or like, oh <laughs> how did you get that? Oh. Quite. <laughs> Why are you not giving me those links? No, I'm just kidding. But you know, and, and it could be done online. It could be like through whatever the case, they don't mm-hmm. have a broker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, there's no reason to like be greedy with information or whatever. Like just do what you, what you think works for you. But mm-hmm. you know, I think sharing is, is a lot better. Cause I mean, if, if we were greedy, we wouldn't be here together. And then let's see where we're at. Let's see where we're at in one year. Yeah. By just us being affiliated. And also, we work with the Medicare Wonder Woman. Her name is Rebecca Davis. Shout out to Rebecca Davis. What's up, Rebecca? So she, um, again, let's see where we're all at in one year. And and by the way, none of us are incentivized financially to work with each other. Mm-hmm. It is just us being people. Being bomb-ass people. Yeah. <laughs> dropping bombs. Oh, uh, I don't have a drum, but I have a cheer. Uh, yay! <laughs> We got to get one of those Bradley bombs. Oh, yeah, dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's a dropping bomb. Get that bomb. <laughs> yeah. So I, let's just see where you're at in in one year from just interacting with people. We're gonna do a recording in a year. Let's set the appointment. We'll, we'll get. Uh, we're gonna get Rebecca on here. I did a recording with her a few months back, and uh, it, this is cool because l- actually last time she was here, she was actually gonna do uh, a video for eight percent virtual. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be doing a breakout session at 8%. I am. I totally am. It's exciting. I'm excited. I'm hoping no one else uses my topic, but. Are you going to, do you want to share the topic or do you, do you want to like, nah, just kind of hold off? I'm trying to recall the exact title. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't quite worked on her title yet or topic. Well, I submitted it already, but. I will, um, I will give you kudos. You're like the, the master networker, I will say in, when I met Emily, well, I saw that one video that you did about knowing, like you were in the car with some, one of your agents or something. Oh, yeah, my Rolodex. Who, who, who do you know? Who do you know? <laughs> and then when I, we were at the eight figure mastermind, she showed me her little notes, her notes guys. And you had like names of people. I was like, wow, like talk about. Yeah. I want to know. I'm just genuinely curious And she had about for me, people. who did you have? Veronica. No, I didn't. <laughs> I call you that. I call you that. After a, a couple of beverages. <laughs> What's up with today? Uh, you- Victoria. I don't know why I always want to call you Veronica. I think she just changed her name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, but I do. I like, I genuinely like people and getting to know people mm-hmm. and what they're doing. And, you know, if they need help with something. And it's interesting, too, because you'll meet people that you think are like really high level, which they may be, mm-hmm. but they're still struggling in some aspect of their business that you know, someone brand new may be able to solve. Like I'm not a big tech person, but I bet somebody out there is going to be like, Emily, you just do this. You can create a Google form that'll zap to your (laughs) zip, zap, zip, 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 zap, you know, whatever. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Google. (laughs) Is that a review? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not that not tech savvy. I'm a little. Well, I mean, but you know, I don't, there's stuff that I'll call you guys on and I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like, cause people, I think business owners, well, before we move forward guys, cause I have ADD. <laughs> if you're at 8% nation, you need to go to, to Emily Trevino's breakout session. Have you gotten, have you guys gotten like when or who or what? No, we or? haven't, we haven't gotten that yet, but at, at 8%, my topic is going to be about how to leverage your carrier partnerships mm-hmm. for mm. lead generating opportunities. That's a big one. It is because I think that people are not, 
And it's not just carriers, actually. I mean, I really should change the title a little bit because it could be anybody. It could be your direct upline. It could be your FMO, NMO, IMO, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever O, right? But the thing is, Except people, Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Oprah, I don't know her <laughs> personally, but not Oprah. But anyways, um, but it's just about how you can use, uh, utilize your relationships mm-hmm. to leverage a, di- uh, a lead distribution channel mm. or opportunity. Mm. And people can do that immediately. That's something that you should be doing. And it's crazy because I'm in a ton of Facebook insurance groups and people are like, oh, I don't even know my upline. I don't even talk to them. Oh, carrier reps? Who's that? We don't even talk to them. I'm like, what? Why not? You know? So um, I have some ideas. I mean, I think uh, my breakout session, I just want people, they better be taking notes. But I want them to. (laughs) I'm going to give them a notepad. Yeah, I was going to say, you better give a notepad if you want people to take (laughs) notes. I'll give them a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) No, you need to bring your own notepad. We are professionals. Bring your own notepad to an event. And do not rely on the the event to give you a, a piece of paper and a pencil. Or a pen. Do you know there's people out there that will not do business with you if you don't take notes? Really? Our business coach, he's like that. If you do not, if you are in a meeting with him and you're not actively taking notes, he'll just get up and leave. Does does doodling count? Because <laughs> I'm very serious doodler. I'm, I mean, I don't know how you're doodling all this. <laughs> when I draw two circles, it's getting in my brain like, okay, remember that. So, remember so that. you just have like notebooks full of circles? Oh my God, you don't want to see my notebooks. Let's go, you know what? Let's go get her notebook <laughs> no. with a bunch of circles and let's see if, if she If you recalls. get that yellow pad right there, you'll see that there's let, nothing in those notepads. <laughs> let's, see if, let's see if you can recall what that conversation was. <laughs> let, me, let me just flip this. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me flip this real quick. Let me, let me. Okay, it's, it's, I don't know why I wrote Rebecca's name at top. Rebecca, I don't know why I wrote your name. Uh, oh. Oh, I can't read that. And then uh, uh, it says playlist, age leads, Facebook leads, direct leads, number two. And that's it. Yeah. And so then I got. What was that about? And then I got this trying to explain to Prime America, <laughs> to trying to explain Primerica. how we're not. Primerica. Primerica no. or whatever. And how that worked. And it, now it just looks like a spaceship shooting out meteors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like shooting your notes. So yeah, your notes should long go. story short, this is how my, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so anyways, I, I do hope people have like an actual item that they can take back and help improve their business. And that's kind of the point of my breakout session. I've never actually been to 8% Nation, so I'm excited to go oh, gosh. Um, and see what it's all about. You know, I know that there's a range of experience from a lot of mm-hmm. new agents to, you know, these are this is our side hustle. Yeah. We want to get more serious to, you know, veteran people mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. or seasoned agents so i'm excited about it we'll see you're gonna do awesome i i think very very highly of of um emily and kim her partner over there she's sitting in behind the camp being my cameraman over there um it's not i just want to bring up this topic hopefully people see it is and i know it's starting to change but there's a it females and let me lower this because i have a very loud voice um, females tend to be not very open as men, I feel, or they're just scared to get out there. I don't know. Cause when I'm out there at these events, I'm talking to a lot of dudes, but yeah. it's very like, okay, perfect example. We were at this eight, what was it? Eight bigger mastermind mm-hmm. with IFGs, uh-huh. their event, Vegas, which was awesome, was awesome, by the way. 
That love was a, the format. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like as a side note, though, when people start going to events, like you have to realize there's events made to hype you up. Mm-hmm. Then there's events. I mean, there's events for every season of a business owner, right? Yeah. So you have some that are made to hype you up. There's some that can you can actually implement into your business. Mm-hmm. There's some designed for people who have an office with mm-hmm. staff, with a team, with a staff. Mm-hmm. Then there's some that are just designed for the individual agent, you know? Yeah. So when you go to sign up for some of these events, you have to kind of know how that's going to relate to your business. Mm-hmm. But the eight-figure mastermind that IFG put on, that was really good. Like That is definitely an event for people who are ready to yeah. go to the next step yeah. in their business. Yeah, I had told Tyler, um, which is he's one of the owners of, um, innovative IFG. I was like, this by far was my favorite event mm. because I love the intimate setting and the relationships like that we were building in that setting. Yeah. And I'm not a big networker. Like I'll be honest, like, I mean, I'm going to be down there having a cocktail and meeting people and stuff like that. But now these last few times I've made it a point to kind of get to know more people like you yeah. guys. And I think we got really close at this event, but it create, you create like relationships that even if you don't work in a business capacity, you can still create friendships and relationships where you guys can throw ideas at each other and things like that. Yeah. So. Or if you just need feedback on something or if you're rolling out a book or a website or a new ad campaign, mm-hmm. you're like, what, does this look good to y'all? Or mm-hmm, I, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just getting feedback because it's really lonely as a business owner. I mean, yep. that's why I got a partner. But even then, sometimes I drive her crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I mean, you know, so. I can't see that at all. I can't see no, that. No, <laughs> I, I can't either. But you come to our office. What's that? Yeah, you got to come to our office. Like, I have like a trampoline in there. Oh, I'll be like yeah. dancing like ballet. And I just make sure I have the alcohol stacked in my office because that kind of. Gets- well, we can't see. We can't do that at our office because I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we went off track. What were we talking? So oh. if you're at eight percent, go to Emily's. Yes. Go to Emily's yeah. um, breakout session for sure, because she is somebody that you guys need to be fought, listening to. Do, do you have a business page? You need to create like a like oh, a like a Facebook page, like a page. yeah. I gotta yeah. Kim's trying to brand me so. Well, I keep it's telling me t- telling Emily she needs to be a business consultant or a coach or something because she's <laughs> she's you know you guys are you guys are awesome. Well, once awesome we sauce. once we once we build our business to a certain level, then I'll feel comfortable uh, offering my services. Okay, <laughs> we're in building phase, but we actually were talking about you know women, um, you know, going to these mm, events. That's right. And that's them right. Not being as open, which you know, I think it's just a weird time in our society. Yeah, you know, like I do. F- I'll talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'll even talk to a dog if they listen. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk to anybody. Um, but I think it's, it's, I don't know if it's a gender thing, to be honest. I think it's just a people thing. Like, people are just uncomfortable going up to people they don't know. Yeah. And it's just something that you have to challenge yourself. So when we go to an event, like, I have specific goals out of that event. Mm-hmm. I need three takeaway items that I can implement in my business the next day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I want to meet at least 10 people at that event that either I can help or, you know, we can Mm -hmm, reciprocate, mm -hmm. reciprocal. I don't know. But (laughs) yeah, reciprocate the information, you know? So, I mean, I have goals at each event. I don't just go and show up, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm tired at the event after the event. I'm like worn out. Especially if I'm there, Rebecca's there. We're definitely We're really tired. (laughs) But it's actually great because I know we're joking around about drinking. I mean, we're not that slush. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, is we talk business and we talk good business and it's comfortable 
whether you drink or not, I mean, you don't have to. Like, there's yeah. people that don't drink, mm-hmm. I, you know, that you can hang out with and, and have, have good conversations and be encouraging mm-hmm. and motivating and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think, um, like I said, I don't think it's a gender thing. I just think that people need to start getting comfortable mm-hmm. being uncomfortable. Yeah. My coach says that, you know, Cardone says mm-hmm. that, you know, all these successful people say it. So if all these successful people are saying it, then you should just be doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's the, you know, you just gotta be uncomfortable. I, you know, I, I don't know. Like sometimes I find me personally, sometimes I find women very intimidating mm-hmm. because we're just harder mm-hmm. by nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I try to make a point to go and, and talk to as many people as possible. So I would, I hope we see, start seeing some more female presence mm-hmm. in the insurance industry. And I think we will. Um, but maybe that's what our, maybe that's our purpose, mm-hmm. right? Is to get people to feel comfortable at some of these events and, yeah. and get them talking and, you know, cause the other thing too, is when you, when you start talking to someone, it's kind of like practice, you know? Mm-hmm. So initially when I go to an event, I'll talk to people I'm comfortable with yeah, and then I'll start branching out because I've already practiced. Like I already got my mind in the right space. Yeah. You know, we already had some good conversation. Now I'll go meet new people mm-hmm. and you know, my, my mind is fresh, yeah. you know? So, and don't be, don't be weird about it. Just, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> just like go up to like, if you're out and if it, like, I'm going to be at the next event, which is 8%. That's the next yeah. event I'm going to. Emily's going to be there. Kim's going to be there. Rebecca Davis is going to be there. We're all like super cool to hang out with. Yeah. We, so if you're, if you're a female looking at this or a male, we don't discriminate. Yeah, don't Whoever you are, we don't care. I'll even pet your dog. Bring your dog. <laughs> I don't know. They love. <laughs> I'm a dog person. As long as it's not a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Find us out. Let's, let's hang out. Let's say hi and see what's up. I mean, I don't know. And it, again, it depends on uh, going back to what people's goals are, because if their goal is just to really legit to go get one piece of information and go back to their room, that's fine too. But the, the, the magic happens like, after the events or yeah. like during during the networking portions of the events uh-huh. like you should know okay when i go to an event i typically will sit in the same spot mm-hmm. just because i don't know that's just a mind thing for me but if you're not comfortable talking you should go move around go meet different people just by sitting next to them that's how we get met at swat because mm. we were forced to sit in the yellow section that's right you that's know? how we met and then I was like, okay. Well, well I got I to gotta talk to her now. Well, now we're friends. <laughs> and we were both yellow. My my husband makes fun of me because whenever I meet people, like I immediately want to be friends with people. I'm like, I'm available Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> I'm really not ever available. but <laughs> You make time. Yeah, you do. If you there's a will, there's a way. You know? I, I always, I've always been very fortunate over the of course of my years that every friend that I have made, They've been friends with me for like years, like from mm-hmm. 10 years, 20 years. And um, somebody's telling me the other day, like, wow, you've maintained your friendships. I was like, yeah, because it's not about it's not about being selfish. You they actually require a little bit of work, mm-hmm. not work, but commitment. So I like do. those times where I didn't really want to go to dinner, you got to make the time sometimes. You do. And you have to like show up, you yeah. know, and be there for your friends. I have a lot of friends. Um, I'm big on boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I've learned a lot about that in my late 20s, early 30s and stuff. So I know that I'm still friends with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Now, if I decide I don't want to be friends with someone, I totally ghost them. And people make fun of me for it, but it's just because, like, I just want less aggravation in my life. Mm -hmm. 
So I know like what needs my friends have for mm-hmm. me. Like they know if they need something, they can just call me. Yeah. I'll pick up their phone, especially when I haven't heard from them in a long time. I'm like, why are they calling me? Let me, this must be important. <laughs> Curiosity. <you know? laughs> but I have like a lot of my really good friendships. We don't have ex- like crazy expectations of one mm-hmm, another. Like mm-hmm. if they need me, I'm there. If they, yep. if I need them, they're there. Like we like, we know who to call, you know, but um, there are some relationships that are like, look, this is not repairable mm-hmm. and it's very aggravating. So I just rather like just move on. Doesn't make them bad people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make me a bad person. Just means like we're just not meant to be. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and somebody, uh, I think it was my wifey that said um, there's uh, it, sometimes there's a contract and the contract expires. Yeah. And, and some, some of the contracts might be like, okay, it's time to just separate. And sometimes it's like, all right, that's not good. But yeah. you want every every one of those things to be an amicable, you know? Um, yeah, no bad blood, but yeah. I, it's like I can't, I don't have time to, like, dance around, yeah. like, sensitivity and, like, I have to phrase things a certain way. I, I Like, I, I don't do that. Like, I am who I am, <laughs> and it's really a love-hate relationship with me. Like, people either love me or hate me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no in-between. Hmm. And, and if they hate me, I'm going to eventually make them love me. <laughs> right? right here. Yeah. <laughs> I will find you. (laughs) No, because I think, like, I'm actually really bad at first impressions. Mm. So I don't know why, but I am. So I used to introduce myself. I'm like, hi, I'm Emily. I'm really bad at first impressions. So hopefully this goes well. (laughs) Well. And then then it's like the second time they meet me, they're like, okay, we're good. And they're like. Yeah. (laughs) It is weird sometimes, but. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so grateful to have you guys in my life especially in during these times, because like you said, it does get lonely at the top. I'm just joking. Yeah. Not at the top yet, but I'm going to get there. And uh, sometimes, you know, some people just can't relate to mm. the place that you're in in your life. And, um, and because it requires a lot of work and a lot of time to build a business. And sometimes, you know, you're not there as much as you were before. You're not doing the things that you were before and stuff like that so um but meeting you guys has been a blessing because you know you we are all kind of in the same you know growth mindset Mm -hmm. you can hit it again uh the little record so tell us um tell us uh when when we're having technical difficulties (laughs) technical difficulties yeah let me see She's gonna do her. She's gonna do her AMS. Oh yeah, I said AMR, but it's ASMR. ASMR. Oh my god. We've been hanging out, dropping bombs. Just kidding. I haven't even been looking at the camera. Is that terrible? No. Okay. Good. So you want me to tell you about a time that I did what? I think I was trying to kill time. Tell me about a time when. Time. What was your biggest struggle? Hey, so we're we're hitting up about forty-seven minutes here. Wow. And we're gonna be getting into a training here in just a second. But um, 
let me ask you, where are you head? Like, where, what is your goal? Like for in these next five years without saying much, but like, I know you like the mentoring thing and the coaching thing as far as agents right now. Cause I kind of, I, I like that place too, but where do you see yourself? Like, what do you see yourself doing in five years specifically in the insurance insurance side of things? Well, I mean, we, do, like I said earlier, we want to do, um, grow um, the largest multicultural agency mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that we can help our, you know, our underserved populations because, mm -hmm. you know, the information's not offered in their language, mm -hmm. or at least correct information. So, I mean, that's something that we're actively doing. We want to do that across all 50 states mm. um, or where necessary. I don't know how many foreign speaking people <laughs> are in Alaska, North Dakota, North Dakota <laughs> wherever, but, Idaho. Yeah. But wherever there is a population that's underserved, we want to, we want to be there. So, mm -hmm. That's what we're, what our biggest strong suit is for on the insurance mm -hmm. side. And we want to build, we want partners to build it with us. You mm -hmm. know, like we're not just, oh, we just want to be at the top. No, we don't care about that. Like we mm -hmm. just want to help develop agents who are very successful, who are making life-changing money. That's, that's changed their path. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a time, I mean, when Kim first started, I mean, I literally asked her, like, how much do you want to make? doing this every month to justify you doing this full time. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'll be happy if I make a thousand bucks making well into the six figures. Mm -hmm. Well, like way far in there, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's life changing. Can you buy, money. can you buy me dinner tonight? Kim? <laughs> yeah, she will. <laughs> that's a hundred percent deductible. Her soul is like, is it deductible? Is that deductible? We ain't buying if it's not deductible. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it is deductible. <laughs> um, no, but that's our goal is we want to bring partners and we want them to be on a path where they're making life-changing money that changes their their path of legacy, mm -hmm. what they leave to their kids and their families. And, you know, she's been able to help transform um, and help people in her family, you know, head in a better direction. I mean, she's even helped me get out of that corporate entrepreneur mindset too. Mm -hmm. So you know, I mean, that's what we want to do for our agents and our partnerships. So that's awesome. Yeah. Because people come into a business for the, for obviously we all want to make a good living, but there's a bigger reason like, and, and you don't start seeing those reasons or I still don't know my why sometimes I'm just like, why am I doing this again? I know why. Cause I have a lot of nieces and nephews. That's why 13 oh, yeah, of there them. You go. I got kids <laughs> and you know? I got a mom that is going to, you know, I want to take care of her. And so yeah. that's my why right now. But when you start scaling bigger and bigger and bigger, you're like, okay, well, it, changed. it changes again because yeah. eventually you're going to be able to help you know, you're, it's always going to change because your focuses are changing, but here's the thing. And I, and I, I remember Tyler Reese, you know, mm -hmm. he's the owner of uh, innovative financial group who, it, by the way, is one of like the best, most humble and transparent people I've ever met mm -hmm. in my entire life. Yeah. Um, he said at the, at eight figure mastermind, literally, I can't, I'm going to paraphrase it, but he basically said that at, at one point in your career, you're chasing the money. And then once you make a certain amount of it mm -hmm. and you're comfortable and you can pay your bills and all that, your purpose starts changing to how do I help other people? Yeah. And then as your and as your purpose changed to that, you end up making more money. Yeah. Way more than when you were chasing it because mm -hmm. you're, you change your purpose. And it's the same thing with a lot of all these other coaches, motivational, whatnot. Mm -hmm. They started their momentum and their business started increasing over time because their purpose changed from chasing a dollar to changing people. Mm -hmm. And when you change people and you have results of changing people and changing their lives and, you know, mm -hmm. helping them, the, the, the cash flow problem solves itself. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's a dropping bomb right there. Boom. Boom. Hater. Well, I have enjoyed our conversation today. I hope you guys do too. Yeah. Emily Trevino, where they where can they find you? Where can they find you? Ooh, come find me. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. Just Facebook. As long search. as you're not weird, don't don't Emily, find her. Yeah, don't find me if you're weird. <laughs> or if you do, uh, just DM me. Uh, they can uh, DM me on Facebook. Add me on Facebook. Um, that's where I'm on there predominantly. I'm on Instagram as well. So. I'm going to search Emily Trevino. Emily Trevino, not Trevino. Trevino. No, because you can't hear it on Facebook. But <laughs> when you read my name, you're going to be like, Emily so don't, Trevino. Don't be like, hey, Emily. Trevino. I'm Emily Trevino. Yeah. No, you don't do that. But, I mean, we do have, our, my website's going to be launched here soon, and then you can contact me via email and all that stuff. But, I mean, I see a lot on my, my direct messages come, like, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I see that more than I would emails. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I get so many emails. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's the easiest way. So to slide in her, her to her DM. Slide in my DMs, but not after midnight. <laughs> Between the hours of 8 to 7. Uh, yeah, 8 to 7 or, PM. or maybe 9 to 7. Yeah. <laughs> noon to noon 30. No, just kidding. <laughs> Depends on where we're at. If we're in Vegas, uh, that's a different story. Yeah. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining in. I know Kim's over there. You want to pop in and say hi, Kim, real quick? Just pop in. Come over here. Come over here, Kim. Come say Kim, hi. Kim's going to say hi real quick because yeah, Kim. What? Hey, everyone. How are you doing? So it's Kim, Emily. Say hi to the camera, Kim. <laughs> Where can they find you, Kim? So we're, I mean, I'm in Houston and our office uh, um, it's in the southwest side of town on Bel Air. So mm-hmm. if anybody uh, interested in grabbing some Chinese or Vietnamese mm. uh, authentic food, they can just hit us up. Mm. Or uh, well, my well uh, on Facebook. So we have a DBA that um, that market in the um, in the Vietnamese market. Mm-hmm. So it's Kimon Insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they can find us on um, Facebook. Uh, Kim on insurance and also wise up financial. Nice. A power team right here. Yeah. Power player. Let's get a little bit of Facebook action right here. Let's see if we can. What is that? (laughs) Wait, because I put this little app on my phone. I might not be able to enter. (laughs) We're going to be doing a little video here. Let's see. Come on over. What's up? Wise up. Look Look who I got in the studio. We got Emily. Whoop whoop. And we got Kimmy. Kim. All right, guys. Well, okay. we're going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for joining in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure Adios. to share it, and we'll see you later. <laughs>